Welcome to the Planted Mindset podcast and this is a very special episode for me. Firstly, it's episode 30 and secondly, because I'm super grateful to have on Dr. Chris Spearman. He is the founder and mentor of the Fitness Coach Freedom and Spearman Fitness and he has been my mentor since last November and I was um, really happy to have met him again this week having just completed my first cover model shoot. So welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you so much. That's an that's an awesome invite. Um, thank you so much. It's it's awesome. I, you know what? When you say thirty episode thirty, um, it's it resonates with me massively. That one of my mentors told me a long time ago that if you're going to do a podcast, just make sure you get past eleven, because supposedly that's the drop off rate. But if you get past eleven, that you're you're going to have an awesome podcast that will probably go on for probably hundreds. So. Uh, this is the first one of, of many that we're going to do, no doubt. But thank you so much. Yeah, well, obviously, I came on to your podcast back in November last year, uh, Fitness Coach Freedom. And when I did my research this morning, I noticed I was on your episode 30. Obviously, you've done oh, hundreds wow. on Shred with Science. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, on the Fitness Coach Freedom, I thought that was uh, poetic that that was episode 30 and it was about That's imposter amazing. syndrome. So. so that was your first podcast, true? It was my first, yes. How does it feel now having done, because I've, I've seen you've done a huge number now, you've done 30 on your podcast, but you've done some awesome guest appearances, which is great on other podcasts as well. How do you feel now jumping on, you know, dozens of podcasts later? If if you told me back then, I wouldn't have believed you. Well, I didn't believe you. So for you anyone, didn't believe a lot of things that I said. <laughs> so for anyone that's listening to this, I'd definitely say go and check out that episode on um, obviously your podcast and go and listen to it because you can absolutely genuinely hear that I wasn't believing what you were telling me. But I I absolutely yeah. love it. I really do. I really enjoy podcasting. Um, I really enjoy having guests on and finding out a bit more about them. But it's about getting that message out there. And as you always said, if it's even just one person that you touch, then that that makes a difference because of the butterfly effect. And I have had some good feedback uh, from people of the episodes that I have done. So long may it continue. Amazing. Amazing. I think um, it's an interesting one that when, when we all look back and no doubt a lot of your you know, listeners, clients, friends, um, and people who've been following your journey probably feel a little bit imposter-like at, at, at some points in time. Um, the truth is we all do. Uh, some of us just hide it better than others. And I've been telling <laughs> Natasha this since, since we very first spoke. And um, sometimes, you know, people come along in, in, in life and uh, test you in good ways and bad ways. And, you know, sometimes that accountability whether it's a friend or a mentor, um, you know, just like you're doing with, with, with your clients or people that come into your world, um, you know, they look up to you, um, you know, and I think it's important uh, for everyone listening to this to, to bear in mind that, you know, there's no difference between us or you or, um, you know, it, we're all, you know, on, on our own crazy little journey. And I think sometimes the more you progress, the more uh, imposter like you you sometimes may feel so it's I think it's just about dealing with that and I suppose a question to, to ask you is how have you or maybe what are some of the uh, coping mechanisms to deal with things like that that you think would would be useful for for your listeners 
I think um, you touched on the point there is to, to understand that it actually does happen to everyone. I think a lot of the time you're often thinking it's only you um, and, you know, you, everyone else has got their shit together um, and yeah. it's only you that hasn't. Um, but then the more people that you talk to, and I think that's why it's absolutely fantastic being part of the mastermind to be with like-minded individuals. I think that's another in huge massive part i mean they say that you are the sum of the five people you spend most time with and that doesn't have to be in the physical sense but mm. having great minds around you that are honest to open up and say that they've hit struggles and i think some of the things that you've mentioned you know you often think when you're starting out in the journey that um you're the only one that's getting the knockbacks or not getting the success and then hearing that actually to be successful you have to have those knockbacks and everyone that has achieved success um have taken those in their stride and, and have had to have the no shows or the you know failures or the you know no one coming onto the program or or anything like that um and it's what you learn from it so it's either mm-hmm taking things as and seeing them as obstacles or opportunities and that comes down to that growth mindset absolutely i I think um you know a mentor of mine ben pakolsky once said that uh success is falling in love with failing and uh that always resonates with me i think um once you are and and like i'm I'm telling everybody now I, i wake up some mornings and i'm just like oh like just, just it's going to just be more of this and you know, there may be something on or you know, there may be a stress in the back of your mind and I, I always think how can this challenge make me a better human being how can this challenge make me uh, a better man uh, one day hopefully a better husband and one day hopefully a better father um, a better son um, a better brother um, what can I learn from this um, and, and I think that mindset's huge but one thing that you've always had, I feel like, is that there has, of course, been an element of, can I do this? And that procrastination, uh, maybe more so of a, um, you know, imposter syndrome that we all feel, but I've always felt a sense of you willing to give it a go since the very first time we spoke. And I think that's the difference. Um, it, it's, it's one thing to feel anxious or some people will procrastinate or some people will um maybe i I don't know what the is there a word for imposter like activity um fear whatever (laughs) fear exactly fear and whatever whatever about that there's a difference between letting that prevent you from taking action and then taking action in spite of all those things and you've always done that every time there's always been an obstacle in in all of our lives in some way shape or form but you've always um you know grabbed it and gone i'm i'm just going to give it a go i'm terrified but i'm going to give it a go and that's the difference it's the difference of actually giving it a go yeah we're all going to be fearful or we're all going to be anxious or we're all going to feel a little imposter like but the difference is probably one of two things one that you give it a go anyway, in spite of that. And two, you just hide it better than others. Um, I feel like either whatever these doubts are are diminishing, or you're just getting better at hiding. I can't tell which one it is, but you seem you seem 
very well able on, on all these episodes. So I'm, I'm super grateful to just have played a, a very small part in, in the jigsaw that is, you know, th- this journey, which is only just starting for you, no doubt. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled to be here. So thank you. I, well, I just like to qualify that it's not a small piece, is it? Because I wouldn't be here right now doing this, um, nor would I have just done a photo shoot if it hadn't been for the call that I had with you. So I am super grateful in that. Um, and and can, that Can we let that sink in? Like, can you say that again? <laughs> that you've just done a cover shoot. You've just done a cover model photo shoot and you look absolutely amazing. How does that feel? How does even that feel? How does that sit with you? I'm still um, on cloud nine, actually. I'm still flying quite high. Um, it was quite funny because my, I haven't shown all my uh, pictures. I've uh, had a super busy day yesterday, so I didn't get to look at them until a bit later. And I showed a couple to my sons who are 18 and 16. And um, it was quite funny, their response, because I don't think they knew quite how to take it. <laughs> <laughs> it looked amazing. It looked amazing. How did you find the experience in itself? like meeting Max, coming to the gym. And I know you've, we've gone to the gym a, a good few times and um, fortunately we've, we've met on a number of occasions in some of our um, exercise execution seminars, but how was the day in general for you? To, to be honest, it, um, I was so nervous going up to it, absolutely so nervous. I think because there's so much effort that's been put into place, you know, it's, it's, it's not an easy uh, thing to do to get in cover model shape you know, for one, the, the length of the time that you're actually doing it. Um, and obviously they're not to fall at the last hurdle. So I was really appreciative of the um, the Sunday's call, obviously going through all those tips and tricks. And I was uh, WhatsApping Wade, the coach, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? And what about this? What, you know, <laughs> um, so that was, that really helped. But I was really anxious and it would be very much similar to the night before my first marathon, the night before my wedding day, then, you know, the moments before going in a hospital to give birth. I, I put it up there of anxiety, stroke, excitement. Um, I didn't sleep at all. Um, really, really nervous. But uh, it's, it was it worth it. Yeah, but when I got there, it was just, you know, obviously it was so relaxed and then I didn't feel at all um, nervous. Um, so I'm, I'm, it was my first shoot, so I'm not used to knowing how to pose uh, exactly. Well, you but... could have fooled us because you looked awesome. Now, <laughs> anyone listening to this, no doubt, will um, we'll, we'll at some point see um, some of the awesome photos that, that you got. So um yeah, it's uh, to be honest, I'm I'm just so so proud. Um, you know, it's uh, it it's it's flown by, but at the same time, it's not been that long, and you've you've come a long way so far. I think the encouragement that, that would give, you know, anyone listening to this who is either a client of yours is following what you're doing, um, and you did all of this plant based with no gym. You did the impossible. How how did you do that? <laughs> Yeah, I I think, I mean, I when I listened back to the episode, um, I'd said that, you know, obviously you were telling me I'd have a podcast, which obviously I do now have. And you were saying that I would get in cover model shape. And I did say that I would commit and I, I had a deadline of February because that was my birthday and I'd turn 47. But I had a few health issues that, that uh, and due to workload and stuff that it wasn't right for me at the time. Um, but well, it was... And a, and a crazy virus coming along kind of yeah. messing everything up so <laughs> i think 
the fact that you've done all of that is, has been incredible. Amazing. Yeah, I, I, um, I think I wanted to, to show, I think, you know, as I've said before, I, I came into this business at 45 and I wanted to prove to myself what I could do. And if I could empower and bring other females along, whether they're younger than me or the same age as me, um, the age is just a number and you can do anything within reason if you believe and you, you, you put in the hard work and plant-based um funny enough was i've been since november as well so that yes was more challenging uh you could say lockdown made it more of a challenge or less of a challenge i i don't know but obviously just doing minimal weights at home i again wanted to show people that you don't need a gym to get in the best shape of whatever you want that to be um and you know obviously one of the other biggies is having um, transitioned to online, which was one of the other things in the, the episode. Um, having left the gym now, I wanted how, to how show people. Did I, did I predict future-wise? Did, I didn't say <laughs> lottery numbers or anything. Did I? <laughs> I think you should have said, said a few more things, shouldn't you? Because um, everything that you said, we've ticked. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, there's a few reasons. Um, there's a few reasons for that, though. I think... Um, we, we're all very aware that if you write a goal down or even if you visualize it vividly that it's it's very difficult for that not to come 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 true at all um also i feel like you are the kind of human being that will rise to any challenge um whether it's run a marathon whether it's doing a shoot whether it's you know jumping into the fitness space um a little later than some um transitioning fully online um, amongst a lot of other things that are going to happen next year, but I don't want to spoil it for everyone yet. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Um, there's so many things that most people would give up on. And uh, I think number two, that's, you know, having someone like you who is, who is going to go out and, 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 and just get it done is, is another reason. But also I feel like regardless of my ability, I don't think it has anything to do with my ability in terms of tactics or the mastermind or, you know, the diet nutrition that, you know, that has been happening since November or whatever it may be. I think that's all amazing, but I feel like it's, we just happen to have a, an, an awesome relationship where um, once I think there's a connection there between a client and, and a coach on some level, I think it's very, very difficult to lose accountability. Um, even if there's a global pandemic and, you know, I'm traveling and we're on the other side of the world or, um, you know, we don't see each other face to face over a period of time. And I think you seeing that you've now identified that I want to do that and help other people in the same way. And you are, which is incredible. Um, but also that I just believed in you. I, I, I just knew, I just knew by you. Um, I think there are three main reasons why people succeed or don't succeed. It's there's tactics and, and tips and information. Number one, Number two is the network, uh, accountability and guidance and support. Um, and then number three is they just wanted enough. And uh, I knew straight away you wanted enough. Um, you know, all that we needed to do was the information is out there. You know, you could Google anything. It's just about pinpointing the right information. Um, and then more than anything, it's, it's having a good relationship or a network that someone can flourish in. Um, and you're doing the exact same with, you know, with, with, with your business and, and everything that you're doing, you know, for uh, other people who are plant-based, giving them a community, giving them a network, 
um, where not only are they accountable to themselves, um, but realistically, if, if that was, you know, if, if they were okay with just their own accountability, they probably wouldn't have reached out. So they need accountability elsewhere and you're able to provide external accountability as a coach and a mentor, but then they also get that accountability from their peers and, and everyone else in that group and that community, which is amazing. Um, it's just a, it's just a recipe for success. Yeah. And I think it's uh, the butterfly effect. Um, if you, continually try to self-improve every day you can't fail to bring people along with you so um, that's what I'm trying to do obviously my own journey um, I'm not forcing it upon anyone but you know it's quite interesting from the plant-based perspective my husband now does say oh what's that for dinner oh I, I might have one of those you know like because I haven't Absolutely. forced forced it on him um, so yeah I just I, you know, I've got so much to learn and you, you never stop learning. Um, but I've got such a, a passion for it that I would just work all the time if I could, because it doesn't feel like work. I absolutely really enjoy it. I do genuinely care. Um, I want to help people. And I think it comes from a deep, uh, you know, obviously going back to the imposter syndrome, um, that I want to say that I guess uh, it, if I was to put it into perspective, like I listened to your Shred with Science podcast when I used to reset in the gym. And I think social media does make people seem, um, you know, like celebrities. And I very much did think, you know, here's a celebrity. So I was in awe when, when I did come to the gym and meet you. And, but I realized obviously you, it's just, you, obviously you just work I, I i sometimes wonder if you're part terminator part human because you just absolutely don't sleep you work and you know absolutely everything <laughs> but um Art robot yeah but um you know i i understand that that it's that tenacity and that commitment and that drive and that just working and what i want to to show people obviously i'm not anywhere near that level but like you said you have your mentors um we're all at a different stage but just to say that actually i'm just a normal person that has decided to put some goals in place and achieve them and when she gets knocked down um obviously you know picks myself back up um and i've had a fair few wobbles a fair few um we all have we all have yeah um I, you know just to pick up on that i think it's important that people I think it's easy for people to look at people on social media or people in specific roles and, and, and not see the work that goes into getting there. And I think people will be looking at you and, and the hard work and like, oh, yeah, that was really hard. I don't think they realize how much hard work you've put in. Um, and I think it's important for people to realize that when they think, oh, there must be some secret or maybe she's just born like that or maybe it's genetics. And of course, there will be an element of a lot of factors, but it comes down to the fact that you wanted it enough and you, that your why was strong. Your why, whether people, hopefully people listen to this know it already, is that your, of course, it was a personal goal, but there's a huge element of that was you being able to show other people what's possible and you being able to take people along on this journey to um, empower other people. Um, and I think the reason we get on so well is that's exactly what I've done. Um, if you guys are watching this, uh, 
the the video if you're listening to the podcast you won't see it but i've got some covers behind me and they mean absolutely nothing to me visually or physically although they did at the time it was an external gratification i was looking for i was looking for some feeling to fill a void that um i had let's say from childhood or um from feeling like you know i um maybe didn't get a the pat on the back that i was looking for or uh, and this is all a story we tell ourselves too you know my parents are awesome in their individual ways um but this is a story that we tell ourselves and we try and fill voids in our lives with other things um and i thought that you know getting a phd in in one of the most difficult subjects of oncology cancer research um school prefect uh, almost playing professional rugby um getting on numerous covers i thought all of this would give me external gratification that would fill the void and it, and it didn't it just made it feel you know it just just increased the void because i was searching for something rather than looking deep within myself um i think that's huge that, that people see that once you and and the truth is my life has become so much more fulfilling and i feel so much more fulfilled since i've identified that and gone oh okay well what if i just took a step back and tried to identify what's this void for like what am i searching for and i found that in in empowering other people um and it completely outweighs maybe i would look still look you know awesome cover model lean if 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 i still felt external gratification was was the goal but it isn't now there's a there's a balance between saying healthy but i feel like it's so empowering um you know that you can go through this shoot look amazing but still know in the back of your mind that you're helping so many people um, and empowering so many people at the same time that's huge like that's massive um has that sunk in yet I think yeah it's uh, I don't know I think it's going to take a little while to sink in but what what I, I did say, say to my friends you know I'll be milking those photos till I'm 90 <laughs> I've got, once I've got them I've got them they'll be plastered everywhere but yeah I mean obviously that's that's one side of it and that is you know let's let's face it who doesn't want to look good in front of a camera um, and have some some nice pictures and, and I put on my story today that you know I think every female should have a shoot because I think it's such a, an empowering thing to do but it's actually the journey and uh, the confidence that you gain from from doing it I think um, that's that's what's seeping through now I realize that it's it, and that's going to help me be a better coach for my clients as well uh, that 100%. understanding yeah but also that uh, when you're coming from a very authentic place of you knowing where they are um, and you having gone through it yourself, it, there's just there's an air of credibility that people resonate with um, that maybe people don't realize until they speak to you or people come into our world and they hear a little bit of our story. You know, I think anyone would be forgiven of thinking that um, all I do or did was post topless photos, you know, wanting my ego to be stroked. And uh, initially it was. Um, and now you know, I, I see so much value in, and, and life in helping other people become the best version of themselves. Um, but it comes at a price. It comes at a cost. And that's hard work, dedication, failure, um, and failure again, and failure a few more times. Um, and, and, but, but that's the difference. You know, I think people would do themselves, I suppose, better justice 
maybe opening their eyes to um, the work that other people put in to get to where they are. And I think that's, that's important that people realize that because once they do, you know, and, and you wouldn't say, if someone said, listen, you don't realize what Natasha had to go through to get that lean. You, you don't realize it. That's not to put them down. That's to empower them to say the only difference between you and her is that she wanted it enough. Of course, there are some other things and, you know, having accountability and guidance and, you know, being pushed in the right direction. Yes, but it's that she wanted it enough. And sometimes people don't want to hear that. Sometimes people want to think that, tell me your secrets or the tips or the tricks. And of course, there's information, but the truth is, it's that you wanted it enough. And sometimes people don't want to hear that. But by not telling them that is, is, is removing a, a feeling of empowerment, because as soon as someone realizes they can achieve their goals, even if it comes at a price, they're in control. I don't think there's any better gift you can give someone as a coach rather than going, this is where you are, this is where you want to go, and this is what you have to do. But this is the sacrifice you need to make to get there. Now, obviously, as a, as a coach, your goal is to make that sacrifice as, as uh, little as possible, and, and not everyone will have astronomical goals. But the empowerment comes from letting someone know they can do whatever the hell they want. Try not to swear. Try whatever the hell they want to, to achieve their goals. It just comes down to, are you willing to do what it's going to take? You know, I think um, people, not a lot of people know that what I'm about to say now, but I feel comfortable saying it to you that um, it's, uh, you know, people can look at my story and think that, oh, he's doing this and he's doing that. And it's all so easy. And what they don't see is, you know, that I, I spent the first 20 years of my life with a disabled single mother and had three younger siblings who I was very much a carer for, for at least the first 17, 18 years of my life. Well, you know, when my mom was, uh, my mom is, is disabled. So she, um, she has various diseases, including having beaten cancer twice. Um, and her disability benefit was 93 pounds, 111 euros, 93 pounds a week. That's all she had. Four kids, me, three siblings and herself and a mortgage to pay. She ended up um, in three times the debt she started off in with her mortgage during a, a span of 10 years. People don't see that. People don't see that I lived in, a, to say that it was poverty, it was below, it was below poverty, it was well below the poverty line. We had negative money. Like, um, you know, it was only that we happened to be in a very rural part of Ireland where the bank manager knew my family and, you know, was, was doing whatever he could to allow, you know, mom's debt to continue to grow. We didn't have any food, barely, you know, for, for a portion of my life. Um, and there was only one way out. And for me, my biggest why, my biggest driver for my whole childhood to get a PhD was what? That the highest probability of me having a higher income is going to come from me doing one of two things. Become a professional in, in some area of sports. I managed to get a scholarship to university uh, and was playing semi-pro at a level that uh, 17, 18, 19, 20. And on, on the other side, I was um, getting, you know, grade A, 
grade A results with the intention of of doing a doctorate of some sort that would lead to financial freedom for my mom. Um, hopefully my brothers aren't listening to this, but I wasn't going to chance it to them. I was like, I'm the eldest. Uh, I'm not going to leave it to chance. I, I, I bet a lot on myself. So I wasn't going to leave it to anyone else. But my mom's biggest goal was to be an amazing mother, regardless of her poverty line, regardless of her disability, regardless of everything else. If you asked my mom at the age of 20, she said her whole life that all she wants to be is an incredible mother. Job done. She did it. And she literally sacrificed her whole life so that I could get an education, so that I could have all of the things that she, you know, the, the sacrifices that she made so that I could live my life. Um, so she bet her whole life on me. So I think when someone puts that much in you, it's very difficult for you not to, to get confidence within you, deep, deep, deep within you. And I feel like even if it was just a little bit of that confidence or trust that I put in you to say, I'm, I'm betting on you doing this, it's very difficult to fail. I so, think you just said there your strongest reason why. I mean, that is incredibly powerful and, and a big responsibility. And I think, you know, obviously coming from being 47 and you're 30, is that right? You're 30? Yeah. That how I, it just amazes me, um, the maturity and, and the, the achievement uh, that's been made at such a young age. It actually blows me away because I sometimes wonder, and I'm going to swear, what the fuck was I doing <laughs> 20 years ago? Um, but I'm glad that I've, my, my mindset's changed now. Well, and I was just like I said to you the other day at the shoot, I said, you know, some people don't ever come to that realization. You know, I think, um, you know, and uh, sometimes, you know, it, 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 at some point we'll all look back on some areas of our life and go, I wasn't ready for that yet. I wasn't ready for that. There was a reason why it came at this moment in my life. Um, maybe for whatever reason, you, you weren't ready to do a, a cover model shoot back then or um, you know, I wasn't ready to do different things than, than maybe I am now. And there may be a period of my life over the next few years where maybe I slow down. Um, I don't know how, how likely that is, but I, I, I think it would be useful if I did. Um, I think people who are close to me would, would agree that that would be a good idea. But, um, you know, I, I think we're all running our own race. But what really resonated with me in your journey was how much you wanted it. Um, and that it wasn't a selfish reason of I want to you know look awesome. There's always going to be an element of wanting to to be proud in in how you look and and you look amazing. But the fact that you were doing it very much to empower other people, hey, I can do this and I can do it plant based and I can do it without the gym. I'm going to get it done. And regardless, you know, to me, your your age is just a number, and I think it's useful for, for other people to see, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're 30, 40, 50, it, it doesn't matter what age, if you still want it enough. Um, but you made this journey, say your cover model journey or your, um, your fitness coach freedom journey, building a business and helping other people, a huge priority in your life. Um, sometimes that comes at a cost. Sometimes, and, and, and I, I know this more than anyone, 
that sometimes you have to, you know, reach out to people around you and say, listen, I know you love me. I know you support me, be it friends, be it partners, whoever. I know you love me. I know you support me. This is just what I need to do right now. And, um, and, and there will always be an element of trying to balance everything. And I know between the Cover Model Academy and Fitness Coach Freedom and having friendships and relationships and, and various different things, it's not always easy, but um, it's sometimes about, you know, a short-term loss for, for a long-term gain in different areas to try and balance everything. Cause it's literally like spinning plates backwards on your hands. Um, so I think it's, um, you know, it's, it's always a challenge, but I, I definitely think, you know, your listeners hearing this who are making an excuse. And I say that to empower you, it's an excuse um, why you can't do X, be it lose a stone, you know, feel better, have better sex with your partner, um, be more productive at work. Um, maybe it's someone who wants to grow a business. Maybe it's someone who wants to be a personal trainer or do exactly what you do. Um, there is an excuse that is underpinning the reason why you're not doing it. Um, and to me, it comes down to one of two things. Uh, the reason is they need to, or, or, or they probably have a, um, an, a disconnect in their behaviors and their beliefs. I feel like if you can tap into someone's behaviors, so the, the things they do on a daily basis change and their beliefs about what's possible um, and, and whether it's worth investing more time in, uh, into their goals. I think if you can tap into their behaviors and their beliefs, uh, or we all tap into our own behaviors and our beliefs, then success comes a lot closer, a lot quicker, a lot sooner. Um, you know, people used to say I was a cocky little shit growing up and there was an element of that. And I think I've utilized that, to be more humble, but to still keep that confidence. Um, I remember, um, I didn't spend as much time with my dad growing up as I would have liked, but uh, anytime he said something, it, it resonated. And uh, one of the things that uh, he used to always is always empower me. And he used to always say, you can do whatever the hell you want. You just need to figure out whether you want it enough. Uh, well, he, he used to say reverse engineer what it is to get where you want to go and, and then just decide whether you want it enough or not, whether that's sweeping the streets, being an astronaut getting a PhD or whatever. He said that joking. I think I took it a little literally NASA was probably too far away. So, um, that really resonated with me. Like my parents, uh, used to say that. And then on the, on the flip side, my mom used to say, I don't care what you do, as long as you're a good person. Um, and you, you, you're, you're a good person and you're kind. I'll always love you. And, uh, I think that gave me a very good balanced feeling of, Hmm, this is what I need to do to get recognition over here. But then I've got acceptance and love regardless. So as a coach, I try and give both. This is the bullshit excuse you're telling yourself, but I'll be proud of you as long as you give it a go and you're happy and you do what it is that you feel is the right thing for you in this scenario. And I feel it's quite difficult to fail with the, with a, a good amalgamation as a coach it comes down to nothing about nutrition and training and supplementation and growing a business and tactics and whatever. Although it's beneficial, I feel it's relating to someone on a, on a deeper level that most people can't do. 
And I think people spent a little bit more time doing that. Um, I think you're incredible at that. I think even, you know, the book that, that, that you gave me months, many months ago, um, what I know for sure, um, you know, even that, that gesture showed, you know, how, how much we connect on, on that level. And I think um, if you can do that with people, um, be it, you know, vegan women wanting to get in shape, be it men wanting to build an enormous amount of muscle and, um, or people wanting to grow a business, uh, it doesn't really matter what it is. It's, um, it's, I think, just tapping into, uh, you know, to someone's mindset, really. Yeah, I think, and that's why with this podcast, you know, I, I do say mindset, fitness and nutrition, because without the right mindset, you can't achieve the others. And I, I think, you know, I came into this business um, with a lot of insecurities and anxieties and still have them. But what I've realized is that I let them to a certain extent hold me back in the first half of my life. And whether you want to call it a midlife crisis, and I said this before, I wanted to use them to empower others. Um, so understand that I can show that empathy and that understanding. And what I have realized is that a lot of successful people have a lot of anxieties and issues. And that's why they're so good at what they do, because they do actually get it. Um, and they have had hardship and difficulties. But like you said, um, mine is slightly different from the upbringing. But I think it's um, how I took on my environment when I was younger of thinking that I wasn't good enough or wasn't getting that affirmation and that it made me very insecure and I just want to you know let people know that I feel like they do and there is no difference between someone that is successful and and I do genuinely believe that and I think that 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 really came to me through my training of the marathon Again, it was a, a dream of mine to do as a child and I could have given myself the excuses as to why I could or couldn't do it. Um, I have a bit of an ankle issue and I it took me three years, probably not just the training, but the mindset to actually think I could do it. And I, like you say, set a goal and I made sure that with that goal that I set that I would do it. And I'm just so glad that I didn't defer because uh, I had Brighton as well last year. And I'm just so glad I didn't defer the London Marathon mm -hmm. and did it last year, thank goodness. But what that taught me was all of the training. Like you have to keep going. You Even if you don't want to, you can't afford to stop. But it's what it teaches you as a person. And, you know, it's so much about the mindset when you want to give up when you, you when you're hurting when you're injured when you're um doubting yourself but it's it's visualizing that goal and it's it's i absolutely think that the power of the mind is is absolutely fascinating and it's understanding that you can trick your brain because it doesn't actually know the difference between something that hasn't happened and something that has you can mimic that in your brain in enough uh, situations and and that's what they say to play it out ahead of time and mm -hmm. I did that with the marathon you know I'm going to cross the line I am going to be you know in one piece I'm going to feel good and so, so that when I actually came to do it it wasn't like it was uh, something alien um, yeah. and, and then it's that all is mindset all is mindset and I had to do a hell of a lot of and, and I still am personal development um, and I think people don't often see that whether that's seeing counsellors or, or you know personal development coaches or something uh, mentors um, they, they may 
think, oh, that's either a bit, um, you know, uh, egotistical or, or there's something wrong with you. But I think it's really important to, to have someone else to tap into you and tell you where, because they see you differently. You've got three sense of self, haven't you? What, how you see yourself, how someone else sees yourself and how your family see you. And to have that perspective from someone else to help grow you can only just expand you. And there's so much more you can do if you believe and and i genuinely do feel different now in that belief than i did back in november and i have had resistance um you know through through my training only well meant um because family or friends worry and care and they're concerned that you know i was looking too skinny or <laughs> looking ill um and also, I think in, in some ways, it's not that they ever doubted me, but they weren't really quite sure of what, what my goal was. Um, and if and I think that's just slightly changing now. The, 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 the perception or their view is shifting now, but it's, it's, it takes time. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, having a very clear vision on what it is you want to achieve and then articulating that to the people around you is, is important. Um, you know, I, I always say this, but I think successful people um, have a, a strange relationship with anxiety. They, it's not that they don't have it. They've got a, a very um, love-hate relationship with anxiety. I think without a level of anxiety, I think successful people would fail to a degree. I think it's how you manage that anxiety and how you manage and how you uh, not mask it, um, you know, not remove it. It's just how you deal with it and how you channel it. And um, doing that in the right ways. The, the most successful people I know have a have a, a deep level of anxiety on some level, and they just channel it in in, in the right you know ways modalities. But um, I think what you've managed to achieve in a very short space of time, because you know in the space of what forty six, forty seven years, six, seven, eight months is nothing, you know. And what you've managed to achieve in that space of time uh, only uh, only poses the question as you know what are the next three, four, five years uh, have in store for you. So, um, you know, I, I'm excited to, to watch your journey and, and see you flourish and uh, see you grow. And, and, you know, no doubt when challenges come your way, um, there'll be a, an initial anxiety like we all have. And then, okay, uh, how can I combat this? How can I, you know, rectify this? Um, but I don't ever see there being a scenario where you, you will give up. No, I don't. I don't think I absolutely do uh, feel it deep, really deep down that this is what I wanted to do. Like you said, uh, helping other people. True happiness isn't about necessarily helping yourself. It's helping someone else. And, and you won't get better happiness than than through that. But I always felt like there was something within me that I wanted to give, but I couldn't figure out what it was. And I, I believed it was under my nose, but I didn't know what it was. And it was under my nose. <laughs> so it was was the fitness um but it was yeah having to to work on the mindset and and i still will you know as i said it's uh and and i don't think you ever have made it because i think the goalposts are always moving so you always have that level of imposter syndrome because the next step is scary because you're doing something else and you're never staying still as the saying uh, get comfortable being uncomfortable and i know that i've been uncomfortable for the last two years in a in a good way and i can will continue but 
the anxiety can be at fever pitch sometimes um but and it's it's good to know that that other people do have that but then you see that they've still channeled it and and can go on to achieve and i think that's what's really empowering and that's why i'm so grateful to to be amongst great people because you get lifted up by them and and if you are having a particularly downtime it could be something they said or did um, that will get you back and and likewise you can reciprocate as well amazing amazing um, where can uh where do you think people can go if if they want to challenge their beliefs i think you know most uh, in in terms of um reaching out to a mentor or courses or um audiobooks or what, what would you suggest and, and the value that you've seen in in mentorship as well i think no doubt if if there's women listening to this and they're plant-based and they want to lose some weight i think you're the the best person in the world to to go to no doubt you know, oh, in, in I their think, <laughs> well, I think obviously from a fitness perspective, then obviously a personal trainer, then 100%, um, well, 1000% would be fitness coach freedom uh, for, for absolutely everything that you offer and more. Um, as, as you said, you know, you're, you're empowering others to, to be their, their best. Um, and and I, I see you do that with each and every individual. And that's what blows me away. I've seen other men in tears uh, and that relationship that you've had with these guys as well. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it comes from an authentic place and I'm grateful to, to be within there. So I think obviously that would be one for sure. I think podcasts are great, um, obviously listening to this one, um, but also listening to the Shred with Science. I absolutely love, you know, learning and I love your episodes um, and, and the way that you can articulate uh, the knowledge in a, an easy, digestible way for someone to understand, I think is really, really, you know, another skill that you have. And I thoroughly enjoy those. Um, I like listening to other podcasts and Audible. So uh, it's it's about, you know, using different mediums. So whether it's hardback books, whether it's Audible, um, but it's just having your mind open and being mindful so to actually not allow yourself to go into um autopilot which is our natural body's default but to to challenge yourself to be present and when you are present you are going to pick up and see different opportunities that you may have missed um and and that's what i find absolutely fascinating so i'm actually reading a book at the moment uh by dr tara uh, swart um the source and it's where uh neuroscience and sort of uh law of attractive a uh, law of um attraction sort of comes into play but but backing it back with the science as to why and what you see um and i i absolutely love that connection of the two which i know obviously we could talk you know Forever. in nth degree about that but um i appreciate your time is very valuable so. I, think, um, I i think it would be useful at some point for us to do a a science-based episode for for your listeners on something that you feel would be useful so We'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely come back to that. Maybe what would be good is uh, maybe ask some of your your clients, some of your listeners, what they would like to hear us speak about, and we could go into into depth in in any of those fields. I think that would be that would be exciting. 
No, I'd, well, I'd, be, I'd love to have you back on and I just want to say thank you again so much uh, for coming on and obviously you're uh, going to tell people a little bit more about um, obviously Spim and Fitness and Fitness Coach Freedom on here and I will put the links obviously in the show notes but obviously I'll hand it over to you to, to sort of... Uh, yeah, well if, if anyone wants to find out more um, some of the best, I think if they're listening to the podcast, the best place they can go is listen to another podcast. So maybe the fitness coach freedom podcast is, is a good place to listen. If you want to hear a little bit more info, um, about maybe personal training, building, um, or transitioning to an online uh, business of some sorts, or maybe just some, uh, some business info in general. Um, and if you've got an interest in the science behind different areas of, of fat loss or muscle building or, or any of the above then the shred with science podcast is probably a good bet and they can find you on instagram under both of those handles yeah i think the best the best thing is listen to the podcast because they may hate me they may go oh no i don't really like this guy um but of course my my instagram account is at spearman chris but um yeah i think the best place to go is listen to the uh listen to some of these episodes um you know that you feel maybe relevant you know some people may be like oh let's go mindset let's go business let's go nutrition let's go training male or female i think there's uh there's a good selection there well i just want to say thank you again chris from from the bottom of my heart as you know um i'm truly grateful and thank you for coming on the show thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure um anyone if, if you're listening to this no doubt um you have been following natasha journey and uh I can't, um, I can't stress enough how much of an amazing human being she is. Um, multiple books. Thank you so much as a, as a thank you. And, um, you know, I think if, if you're reaching out to someone to help you, um, plant-based, um, you know, get in shape, uh, there's no one better to, to reach out to than someone you're already listening to. Um, and someone who really, really cares about her clients. So, um, yeah, well done you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cheers, Chris.